Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The following is paid commercial programming. The content and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. All aboard! Ha, ha, ha! You're on the crazy train! All aboard! <laughs> Welcome to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors. Only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Ho, ho, ho. It ain't Christmas, but it sure is. It feels like a holiday here at the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. We come to you every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. If you want to join in the conversation with questions or comments or whatever, 414-799-1250. That's 799-1250. He's Dan Bush. I'm Tom Neubauer. Nick Bodie will be producing and on the boards today and answering your phone calls. Good morning, fellas. Good morning, Dan. Good morning, Nick. Good morning. And good morning to our audience. Are you up and awake? <laughs> <clears throat> I hope they are. I hope they're listening. <laughs> I'm not quite there yet, either, Tom. You're not there. <laughs> Maybe by like 6.15. Okay. We Oh, by the way, I got to tell you, we got a couple of special uh, guests calling in today. One of them is Mike Veserat. He's the producer of the Milwaukee Muskie Expo that takes place on, uh, well, that's today, tomorrow. Well, actually, it was yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And then uh, Ron Heidenreich, our advertising manager, he's going to call in today uh, in the 7 o'clock hour sometime and talk about uh, whitefish fishing on the Bay of Green Bay. Uh, Mike Vesserat from the Mo- uh, Milwaukee Muskie Expo will be calling at 7.05. But I wanted to talk to Ron about that, uh, you know, whitefish fishing. Did you know, Danny, there's this guy named Lonnie Anderson. I don't know if you've heard of him. He's been on uh, Larry Smith. used to Smith. be on WKRP in Cincinnati. Yeah, no, that was the gal, Lonnie. <laughs> Wasn't that the gal? Yeah, Bert. Lonnie? I think Bert married her yeah. for a while. Well, anyway. Uh, Bert. Yeah, Lonnie Anderson, He, he uh, he's a guide up there on the Bay of Green Bay. And uh, he's on Larry Smith's show every now and then. And they did did a show last week, but anyway, uh, I, Ron's going up there on Wednesday with Lonnie Anderson. He's gonna hire the guide, and they, they got all these heated shanties, you know, and they drive you out to it. You just walk in, sit down, and start fishing. You know, I mean, it's pretty pretty simple. So what's the challenge, Tom? Well, you gotta you still, know, guys like still me, gotta get the fish to bite. He's like guys <laughs> like me like to have a challenge. Guys like me would like to be driven there, walk into a nice warm shanty, sit down with my rod, drop it down, and catch fish. But anyway, here's the deal. Yeah. It's uh, $65 for five hours of fishing, which is, you know, that's pretty fair. $65, and you just walk in. It's already heated. They got a locator sitting there. Uh, they got equipment for you, but I'd rather take my own. But 
I want to ask Ron different things like what type of jigs are you using, what color, how deep is the water, what pound test line, what action of an ice rod, you know, different things like that I want to find out. I got news for you, Tom. What's that? The uh, You and I were, you know, you, you used to guide, and I'm still doing some open water guiding. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are the dumbest guys on the planet doing open water guiding. Those guys doing that ice fishing guiding are making... <laughs> Hundreds of thousands of dollars. They're doing good, yeah. Because you go set the shanty up, you know, and, you know, you get a couple of them set up, and then you have a group of guys all paying $65 an hour for 10 hours a day in this shanty, and you set them up, and then you drive over to this other group that you got 10 guys set up, Mm -hmm. and you do this every day throughout the winter. These guys are cashing in big time. Yeah, I guess Lonnie can take... 30, 40, 50 people, because I mean, he's got all these big permanent houses out there, you know? I mean, yeah, you're right. It is. It's different the, than how would we how we would do it. The only know? thing that I've gotten from the Joe Schmo anglers is being as some of these guys, and I won't mention names, uh, have such big operations <coughs> that uh, they don't even want anybody using the road that they plowed out there yeah. to, to their little village. They yeah. think yeah. they own the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't want anybody even setting up on the ice anywhere near mm-hmm. the reef where they're set up, so mm-hmm. they're kind of acting like they own the place. I'm sure there are people like that. I'm sure there are, yeah. yeah. I, uh, you know, well, Some of I, them get kind of yeah, wild. Yeah. Well, you know, I'll tell you, it, 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 it's not a bad— I think it's $65 for five hours and $95 for— eight or nine hours, something like that. And, you know, it, to me, it just sounds like a good deal, you know. But like I said, the, well, those guys, though, I'll tell you, they do have to work. They do have to find a place where the fish are. Oh, yeah. That's one thing. You know, they got to do I give them credit. That. They put a lot of Yeah, they put the time in there. to find the fish for you. Because, you know, if you go with a, if you go with them, uh, you know, like an ice fishing deal, and you don't catch anything, you're, you're going to – Tell friends, oh, we went that those guys. We didn't catch a darn thing, you know. But that's fishing, you know? Tom. But that is well, you and I know that. But there are people you know. You've run into people like this who hire you, who expect like you know they hire you for musky fishing, right? And they, right. They expect to catch muskies, not a musky, but with an S. No, muskies. they don't, Tom. Because, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, they don't because I set the expectations in advance. That's what I always did too. I set the expectations in advance. Yep. You got to tell them, well, if you see a muskie, that's a good day. If you I see one. <laughs> I tell them typically we got a 50-50 shot, either catching one, having one on, mm-hmm. uh, follows. You know what I tell them? We gotta fit. And most times you have do have muskie encounters when you're out there. You can get some action, whether you get yeah. a fish in the boat. Right. Now, the uh, only exception to that would be the trolling. When, when that's really on. I'll pretty much tell people that I I expect to catch a, a you know you at least, expect at it, least one fish yeah you, know, you expect it, morning but, of trolling yeah. for what and sometimes may on a miracle you know some days a four or five yeah. day but uh, you expect but it but you don't a, but really you don't good. guarantee it no, it, no there's no you, guarantees you, you, no, and you expect and, it yeah yeah it, I had one guy I felt bad for him guy was from Sweden and he'd come over on business he wanted to catch a muskie. This was like in the early 2000s. And I was doing pretty good out there getting them. And he'd come in July, typically a great time to go out trolling. And, you know, he fished two days with me over two years. And we never had so much as 
is a bump. I, mm. I mean, just jinxed. And uh, uh, anyway, I think the guy's name was Hans. Anyway, uh, the last time I had him out, it was getting dark, and we're going along there past Rocky Point. We have a devastating hit. Line ripping, we're fighting this fish forever. And then it was kind of a final kick in the nuts because when we pulled it up, it was a tail-hooked carp. <laughs> I thought we had the lake record. Oh, goodness. thought we had the yeah. lake record, yeah. So some people yeah. are just jinxed. Yeah, yeah. You ever have anybody that you knew that was kind of like, what do they call him, a Jonah? I think they call John used to call him a Jonah. That's, I think my, that's, that's my wife. The, I think that's biblical from Jonah and the whale. Yeah. Remember in Jonah, yep. they, they got, Star, let's throw this dude overboard. <laughs> yeah. No, that's my wife. She was always the jinx. Really? Yeah. Yeah. She actually went fishing with you? Yeah. That was yeah. before you were married. That's when the chick just no, wants actually, to do what the guy wants well, to do here, to try and land them. Here. Once uh, they marry you, forget it. They ain't climbing the tree stand they, with you anymore. They, uh, she went fishing with me a few times after we were married. Not not much, but yeah, you're right. It was a lot before. But one time- if you were golfing, she'd have been golfing with her, you. Her and her girlfriend went with me ice fishing out by Nagawick. Remember the, the place where they had the boat rentals? That's it, before my time. Yeah, now. okay. Well, it used to be called Casey's, then it turned into They started Bob. a band, didn't they? <laughs> what? Casey and the Sunshine Band. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, and uh, her and her girlfriend came with dance. me, and uh, we were set up right outside of there. It's in the south part of the lake, you know, and, um, and, and it wasn't like a real cold day, but, you know, it was just a nice average winter day that you didn't need a shanty, you know, you're just sitting there on a bucket. And uh, her and her girlfriend decide they're they're a little cold. They're going to go sit in the car and warm up, okay? So they walk back to the car. Next thing you know, I see my car driving away. Where the heck are they going? <laughs> they didn't come back for about an hour and a half, two hours. They went over to a restaurant and sat there, <laughs> a nice restaurant, had something to eat, and then came back. I could tell she wasn't all that interested in ice fishing. But that's okay. Yeah, but, but speaking of musky guiding, uh, I had a guy one time, guy from now. I'm not making a disparaging comment about oh, our, no, no, about our no. friends from Quick, Illinois. Nick. <laughs> We're going to break. No, no. I'm not gonna like what's going yeah, on. Yeah, no, no, never mind. That's okay, Nick. Nick. We're just mind. kidding. I thought yeah, Tom was never getting. Mind. Tom's about ready to say something. He says, "Don't be offended by this. Yeah. I'm getting scared." No, I I don't want to send any disparaging dump. remarks at, to our to, to our friends in Illinois. But I had a guy from oh, who Illinois. Who cares about them? A guy from Illinois and his son. And the son was, I don't know, maybe about 10, 11, 12. Yeah. I didn't know who was more spoiled. They hired me for muskie fishing, right? And uh, after the first hour, you know, we didn't have a fish yet in the first hour. Right. I never heard so many complaints, moaning and crying, and oh my God. They were impossible. They they thought muskies were gonna come in the boat like bluegills, you know. And, and I tried explaining to the guy, hey, you know, and I told him even ahead of time, I said, you, you know, sometimes we don't even see a fish. Sometimes if you see a fish, that's good. If you catch one, that's a great day, you know, but don't, ex it, I said, it's not guaranteed. Don't expect it. I said, if it happens, it happens. I'll put you in the right spots with the right stuff, but the muskie's got to bite it. Well, anyway, after about an hour, these guys were so bad. Like I said, I didn't know who was more spoiled, the son or the father. Did you say, listen, how about I bring you in? I you took prorate. I Pay took, me for my gas. I didn't even do that. I took him right back to Musky Bills. That's at Musky Bills. Right, there. right. I took him back to the dock, and the guy says, what are we doing? I says, you're leaving. And the guy looked at me, no, 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 we hired you for all day. I says, nope. I says, you don't know me anything. Just please get out of my boat and go. 
You know, and that was it. That was the only time I ever asked somebody to leave. Dennis Radloff did that once too. On uh, I think he uh, told me the story. It was a rough kind of a day out in Win- Winnebago and uh, tough conditions. This and that, and the guy was some guy was griping this and that, and he lit, just turned the boat around, went, dropped them off, and said, see ya. So, see, wasn't that on the Bay of Green Bay for muskies? No, I think, was a, I think it was a oh. walleye trip. Oh, on walleye trip. Well, okay. Regardless, doesn't Wait, regardless. really matter. He turned around, he turned and, around and sent yeah. somebody back. Now, I've been blessed in the 20 years. I've never had anybody like that. I've Good. had met the most, is one of your favorite words in Lawrence Welcome. I've met some of the most wonderful people mm-hmm. over the years. Some of them are listening to me right now, some mm-hmm. of my you know clients. Just great people. Great conversation. Oh, I've had some, yeah, have a great, great time too, out yeah. there. I've had yeah. a lot of laughs and stuff. So mm-hmm. I really look forward to getting out there with the mm-hmm. people and and uh, had, have had some great memories out there. Yeah. I have too. I, I, I got to admit, most people that I've guided were really nice. There were a few that were grumpy, but only one that was just obnoxious, you know. So, you know, but you're going to get that with the segment of society. You're, See, you're, you I, know? I kind of, I think you got to weed them out though at the beginning. I set the expectations. Now, if I have people call, because every year I'll have some people call and they just, they, they, they don't, not even muskies. They maybe got, you know, eight kids and they, and five oh, yeah. wives and they just want to get some fish. Uh, I tell them, well, you know, I mostly do the musky thing. I, you know, don't really, I'll do other species with my friends and yeah. their kids. Yeah. Yeah. But I, you know, typically I'm not going to, and uh, so I'll typically, uh, if they want a multi-fish guide, I'll steer them to my good friend, Paul Mahalik. Yeah, and, yeah. and he's a multi-species and he fishes mm-hmm. all kinds of different right. lakes. He's retired right. now, right. so he has the time to be on. He knows right. where, you know, yeah. and he's on the water. Now, maybe when I retire, which will be in a year and a half, maybe I'll start doing more of the yeah. multi-species in yeah. different lakes. I'll have the time. Right. Maybe right. I'll take some more of those gigs on. But for yeah. the time being, I like to keep it, yeah. you know. Kind of just keep doing what I'm doing. That's enough. Okay, we got to go to a break. We might continue this conversation. We might get into something else. Who knows what's going to happen here on the crazy train? It's like throwing a Super Bowl in a concrete room. Where's it all gonna the doors go? closed? Where's that <laughs> ball going to bounce next? Right in the gonads. Uh, we're going to be right back with more here on 105.7 FM, The Fan. <laughs> I'm waiting for you, Danny. I'm just watching you work over oh, yeah. there. It's amazing. It's Welcome amazing. back to the Skipper Buds. That's the Skipper Buds. Uh, Cutting edge outdoors. 799-1250 if you have a uh, hunting report, fishing report, tree down in your driveway, anything you want to report, give us a call. So, uh, Hey, you know what today is? Hey, it's, we want some crappie. Yeah. It's the free ice fishing clinics today for youths ages 15 and younger are invited to discover ice fishing on Saturday the 28th. Nope. Here. It's today from 9 to 2. Yeah. Why is this? Brown Deer. Oh, the 28th annual. Humboldt, McCarty, and Scout Lake. Yeah. Those parks and areas. Yeah. 9 to 2. And next week, February 16th, 9 to 12. Outside Smokey's Musky Shop Bar, Bingo Hall, and Casino. 
Uh, 9 to 12, it's going to be going on. And in conjunction, February 16th, I believe, is the Pewaukee Chapter of Walleyes for Tomorrow Fishery there at Waterfront. Today is Badger Fisherman's League, I believe. And then, let's see, I don't know if it's tomorrow or maybe it's next week, the 17th. There's going to be a Lions Day, Lions Club one on a Sunday okay. out there at um, Curly. So the bottom line is if you want to try and win a raffle, uh, get on out to uh, Curly's because they got the fisheries going on and you can win big, big, big prizes. Do, if you uh, Google Curly's Waterfront Pub, do they have that listing of the different jamborees? I mean, I don't know. They don't do know, that. Tom. Oh, and uh, haven't Googled it. These uh, free ice fishing clinics, which they provide, they provide basically everything. They teach the kids about ice fishing, and they, they've got rods and reels. They got bait, but you know, if you got your own stuff, bring it. You know, uh, preferably have an adult come along, of course, <laughs> with the kids. You know, but uh, if you want more information, and you don't have to register, but if you have groups of twenty or more, you do have to register. The phone number is 414-382-7923. That's 382-7923. Or you can go to uh, widnr.gov, and you'll find the information on their website. And like Bushy said, that's going to be at Brown Deer Park, Deneen Park, Humboldt Park, McCarty Park, and Scout Lake. So that ought to be a good time. It's I don't think it'll be too bad today, right? Eighteen degrees. Yeah, that's not bad. That's not bad. Winds are slightly variable, west southwest, five miles an hour, and traffic is light and variable on the Edens. You do have (laughs) one rollover on the expressway Uh, exit number three ninety seven. Please use caution. Um, you know we were talking about. Oh, and don't forget the the Milwaukee Muskie Expo. Who the uh, Mike is going to call in at seven oh five today. That's this weekend still over at uh, in Washington County at the Washington County Fairgrounds, and that's free parking. You can win stuff. They get a lot of free prizes and stuff like that. You can win, you know, you can win a Ron Lax, uh, mount. Ron Lax re- replica, replica, yes. yeah, yes, Ron oh. Lax replica. And uh, I'll tell you what, um, those uh, replicas are incredible. Yeah, they are. I nice. mean, that guy when the replicas first came out, you know, as I had caught my uh, um, big muskie way back in two thousand three on Pewaukee, and uh, at that time, someone said, "Well, why don't you get a replica?" And I said, "You know, a replica to me looks looks like a plastic fish to me. Mm-hmm. You look look at the mouth, and they didn't have the teeth. It was all." There were no. Oh, oh really? There were no. If you look at the old mouths, there were that. no teeth. No. I don't remember that. Yeah. And I talked to both uh, Lax and uh, Fitante yeah. about that, and uh, they said, "Yeah, we're working on that. We're working on that." Well, now they've got them where they've got the rows of teeth, where it looks, you know, almost and, like the real thing, and like and, gill plates and that. Yeah, you know, I yeah. Mean, yeah the, they've gotten, the gills they've gotten that. better. Yeah, yeah they've, they've gotten. gotten. It, and so that nowadays, yeah, they. So that's a great, great gift that you can get. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we were talking about guiding before, Danny. And, uh, you know, a lot of my guiding was in bass guiding. And that's, to me, it's a little bit easier because you, it seems like you're, you know, especially if you know where you're going and know what you're doing and all that, and, you know, what to use, where to go and all that, you, you, people are going to catch some fish, you know. Right, hopefully. But but one time, you know, and I always had a, a rule where it was myself and two other people. In right. the boat. That's it. Three people in the boat. 
So I get hired by this one guy, and okay, it's going to be him and this other guy. And I'm at the launch, got the boat ready, and here he comes. He's got not only another guy with him, but then another vehicle, another truck pulls up with two more guys. He says, oh, I thought I'd invite a couple of my friends along too. Five people? <laughs> Five people? Five? Yeah, me and four other people. Uh, I said, you know, we're, we're going to be, uh, I think, over the weight limit of the boat. <laughs> you know? Well, some of these people, when they call the book a trip, it's like they're trying to book a, a bus tour to the Grand Canyon yeah. with a bunch of people, yeah. you know? Hey, yeah. oh, can I yeah. bring you? No, this is not a Lake Michigan yeah. charter boat here, well, dude. That, oh, that this was... is... This is, if you want to do yeah. that, call, you know, Real yeah. Sensations Charters. Right, right. We'll give Captain Jason's phone number to you right. there, buddy. And you can go out there and yeah. do that. Well, the other thing was he thought we were going to be trolling for bass. That's okay. what he thought. And I said, no, we, we don't troll. You have to cast. He says, well, I don't know how to do that. Well, well, see, he you... was used to Lake Michigan stuff. He thought bass fishing, you go trolling like on Lake Michigan. No, that was, uh, and, and I did, I, I, I didn't have the heart in me to, Turn the other guys away, but I said, "Let's let's go. Hopefully, we don't get stopped by the DNR." <laughs> and it was a nightmare. But I mean, you know, we caught they caught some fish in that, but it 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 was kind of logistically, it was a nightmare with five people in the boat. You, you know? know, I I went with a uh, a bass guide once years ago. I went down to visit my buddy and uh, my buddy Tim Coleman down in Florida, and uh, anyway, uh, I was. Uh, Decide, I was trying to find one of those Florida bass lakes to fish in. Now, he lives oh, yeah. in Fort Walton Beach. So anyway, Lake Seminole, Georgia was not too far away. I want to say it was like 100 miles away. So I mm -hmm. read this bass magazine, and they talked about Lake Seminole mm -hmm. and all these big bass, and there was a guide's name. So I called the guy up, and he goes, how would you hear my name? I said, oh, I saw you in a bass magazine. And I'm hearing about these eight, nine-pound largemouth, right? You know, we went out there. And I didn't realize it at the time. Yeah, I was having a good time. I didn't really care. But um, fishing sucked. We, yeah. we re I could have done better on Pewaukee Lake. Yeah. We got one maybe four-pound, four-and-a-half-pound bass that I think the guide hooked and handed the rod to my buddy. <laughs> okay. yeah. And he was fishing plastics, yeah. you know. Yeah. And uh, what was going on, though, Tom, maybe as a bass guy, you know, there was a real cold front going. It was cold down there for, yeah. you know, normally down south it's supposed to be warm. Yeah, yeah. There's a cold front going on. And I even said something to the guy. I said, do you think this cold front could affect the fishing? Well, you know, this and that. I, I think it did. Of and course. he just didn't want to admit because he wanted to, you know, take us out anyway, you yeah. know, and make his money. Yeah. But fishing was terrible. The highlight was just seeing the alligators yeah. swimming around. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's the, you know, the thing, like in Florida, you ever hear, <clears throat> everybody talks about those 10-pound largemouth bass in Florida. Right. Well, I got, <clears throat> I got news for you, folks. If you go to Florida expecting to catch a 10-pound bass, you're going to be disappointed. Yeah, they got a lot of nice fish, but catching a 10-pound in Florida, that's big. That's like uh, maybe like a six-pounder up here. Yeah, it happens, but it ain't every day when you go out. You know, what? I mean, yeah, they got, they probably have more of them. They probably have, uh, you know, their average size is a little bit bigger, okay, than ours. But uh, don't, I, I've got a friend who would go down there for like two months every year in the summertime because he worked all winter and that. Go down there for two months, or no, it was in the wintertime he'd go down, or in spring, whenever it was. I forget. Well, anyway, 
two months, and he fished hard. And he was a good fisherman. He was a good bass angler. And he'd been doing that for like 15 years before he finally caught a 10-pound plus. Well, you know, so Dr. I mean, you know. Dr. Sandy Flaster, who fishes with me, he's down there right now, and he goes to Okeechobee every yep. year. Okeechobee, that's and it big... costs a fortune because first of all, you pay the guide three hundred fifty bucks for the day, and uh-huh. then to get those wild shiners, that's another hundred bucks on top of yep. it. So you're talking about four fifty. Uh-huh. He got an eight pounder years ago, and a couple of years back, I've seen maybe some five six pound pictures, but uh-huh. uh, he's gotten skunked too. I mean, this is, sure. he's never got a 10-pound yet. No, hey, I, know. I should mention before anybody, you know, drives all the way out there, Tom, yeah. the Milwaukee Muskie Expo is next week, dude. What's, the, what's today's date? Today is, today is the uh, 9th, man. Well, I swear to God, that's what it said on the site. You gotta pay more attention. Says, oh no, I'm sorry. Geez, Tom. Mike is calling on tonight. It's next weekend. Yeah, Mike's yeah. calling today. Yeah. It's, well, I'm glad you're really paying attention to the promotional materials there. It's the 16th, 17th, and 18th, I guess. Live and unrehearsed. <laughs> no. I, ju- I saw no, it. It's the 15th, 16th, and 17th. Oh, that's right. It starts on a Friday. 15th, 16th. I'm writing this down you know, so like I don't when, forget. When Ron, our advertising manager, sends us those things, there's a little button called the print button. Yeah, yeah. And well, you no, can print and it. have it. Yeah. Just print and come in with the hard copy, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it, and I just happen well, to see February 9th. One hand and I, I just happen to see, see what February gets 9th because you're not Mike getting it right. Vesserat, and so, of course, I thought. Not 9, 10th, and 11th, so I'm sorry. I got money says you're not even pronouncing his last name right. <laughs> well, we'll find out at 705. God have hey, mercy. Right now, we got to go to the gut report, and don't forget, after the 645 break, we have the Hornschwaggle, which is brought to you by Carl's Country Markets. We'll be right back with Dan and Tom, and of course, Nick Bodie over here. We'll be right back. Come here, I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly! The Gut Report is brought to you by Discount Liquor. Well, here's an easy one, folks. If you like a traditional mustard sauce to put on, whether it be uh, chicken, pork, ribs, especially pork and ribs, you know, it's really good. This is so simple. Now, you don't have to do the full cup of everything. You can do a half a cup or whatever, okay? One cup molasses, one cup vinegar, one cup prepared mustard. That's all it is. Mix those together and as you're cooking whatever, you know, if it's chicken, pork, ribs, whatever, and then just brush it on as it's being cooked. It does a, It's a great glaze. It has a great taste. If you like that mustardy flavor, it's a little tangy with the vinegar, too. So, But the molasses kind of cuts that tang down a little bit. It, it's pretty good. You might want to try that. Uh, let me tell you one more time. One cup molasses, one cup vinegar, and one cup prepared mustard. The disc, uh, excuse me. The gut report was brought to you by Discount Liquor, where you're going to find the best price, selection, and service at 51st and Oklahoma in Milwaukee and Main Street in Barstow and Waukesha. For weekly specials, go to DiscountLiquorInc.com. Come here, I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. It's Name That Tune <laughs> on the Cutting Edge Outdoors. <laughs> Do a little dance. Get down, get down. Woo-hoo. 
<laughs> Love this song, man. Back in my days, that was Disco Danny, man. Disco Danny. Disco Danny. Yeah. All right. Well, what were we talking about? I don't know. You were talking about. Uh, <laughs> we were trying to get our schedule short up. And something not. What? We were trying to get our oh, schedule short up. Oh, yeah. We got, we got that short up. When the uh, expo is actually yeah. going on and when it's not going 15th, on. 16th, There's and some 17th. guy standing with three little children <laughs> like Clark Griswold at Wally World and yeah. it's closed. Yeah. Waiting out there because of you, Tom. <laughs> Freezing in the cold. The kids sold there, saved uh, their allowance. Yeah. Um, and it's free parking out there, which is great. Free, especially today. Yeah. Nothing's going on. Yeah, especially today. But next weekend, out at that Washington County Fairgrounds for the Milwaukee Muskie Expo, it's free parking. They got a lot of great exhibitors. Great you can uh, even buy raffle tickets to win that boat from the Milwaukee, I mean, from the Wisconsin Muskie Alliance, I think. And right? No, I ain't trusting anything we're saying. <laughs> I know. Unless I got the hard copy in my hand, Nick. And they're giving free just, lures away, too. Uh, hold on. Don't. Go ahead. We'll get all the info from Let's Mike. Let's get the info from someone who really yeah. knows what's going on. Who knows on. what's going on. Well, you know, Ron. Any false promises. He, Tom he, Fake News Neubauer over here. He Tom sent, Fake News Neubauer. Yeah, he sent me an email. Ron sent me an email with with the, with the everything that, that was Native at the American show, name, right? Tom Fake News. And the only problem was is I forwarded to our CEO. By the way, folks, you can email us live at CEO, at CEO guys at yahoo.com. That's CEO guys at yahoo.com. Uh, he sent it, but when I forwarded it to our email so I'd have it on the show, yeah. it didn't show all the stuff that I got when he sent it to me. Well, sometimes they have a little disclaimer, Tom. Could not, attachments. Uh, could Whatever. not send with all the yeah, attachments. Yeah, didn't you right. see that when you no, forwarded I didn't, it? No, I didn't see that. That sends you a little alert that your I attachments didn't, I didn't, didn't go. I didn't see that. I didn't see that. I think they forgot to put That's that on there. That's why I hit print button I, I, on my I'm, computer i'm, I'm gonna delete Come this in one with it in hand i yeah. will have it in hand next week tom all right I almost printed oh. it to last night but i thought no tom no tom's hey. got it all <laughs> he, he's got everything on oh. it no problem we got an update from mark okay uh one of our mark? regular listeners oh thanks got an e-mart no somebody else he says uh Hey, Tom, I believe Sturgeon Spearing opens today. Never tried it. I don't think I would, that I have the patience to do that. Great job on the show, guys. Looking forward to it every week. Thanks, Mark. That's right. Sturgeon Spearing opens today. That's correct, El Guapo. Mm. And uh, actually, um, my brother-in-law, Forrest, the one that goes up to Eagle uh, Lake there at Jeff's place, um, he has a tag for the upriver, which is like the 60-70% success rate. That's where my brother got the one the one years ago. Yeah. In fact, I told you the story. I drove right. up after our show yeah. and went out there on right. a sa- Saturday with him, and it's funny. We were sitting there looking down the hole, and right about 3 o'clock or nah, – no, they close it down by then. But it was sometime in late morning. A sturgeon went to come swimming through. He grabbed his spear, and I had to grab him by the arm. I go, no, 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 no. And it wasn't big enough? It was like a 36-inch. Oh, okay. But I, I, I calmed him down, and I told him, I said, Tim, when one's a legal one and goes under that hole, you'll know it. Yeah. And sure enough, the next day is when he plugged the one that was, I don't know, it was 65 inches or something like that. It wasn't. It was a long male. Yeah, yeah. And and maybe 60 inches, and it, it, I don't know if it was 50 pounds or something, but it still looked really cool. Sure. Yeah. And he was all excited when he, but he said, you're right, when I saw it, there was no doubt they looked like a Trident submarine coming, yeah, in, yeah. coming in under the hole. But uh, unfortunately, my brother Tim, I think he's uh, 
he uh I don't I don't know if he's going to be able to get out there and help. I think he's got something going on today, so I don't think he's going to be able to get out there and help my brother-in-law. So I don't know if my brother-in-law even maybe he hired somebody to help set him up. I think there you can hire people yeah. to drill the holes sure. for you and stuff. You and mean cut the holes. Cut the, <laughs> yeah, cut the <laughs> holes, right. Get the old chainsaws Chainsaw. out. <laughs> and uh I was going to start putting in for those tags, Tom. I think it takes like uh Oh, I don't know, six years or something. Oh, really? It's kind of like putting in for a bear tag, yeah, to get that tag. Yeah. So if I start putting in now, Tom, you ought to put in. The two of us can put in. It'll be a great bonding time. We'll sit in a shack and stare down a hole. I've been out there several times during it. That is the most boringest thing. (laughs) Staring at the, staring down below. You know, it's boring up until the time you see one. Well, it's kind of like sitting in the tree stand in Saskatchewan for days on end in the cold, and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden the monster buck comes out on the power line. And then all of a then sudden. It's, then it's, it's like all adrenaline, yeah. heart pounding. Right, Yeah. right. So it's, uh, yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. Now, I don't know what the numbers are, but they have, the DNR has a number of uh, that female and male fish can be caught, and then once they hit that, they, they, they cut, shut it down. Yeah, they shut it yeah. down. Uh, it, it's all highly dependent on water clarity. Right. Uh, I, th- I believe it was last year or the year before we actually talked to the biologist from up there. Mm-hmm. Um, they've done a great job with that fishery. There's a sturgeon club up there. It's 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 a, a great success story and something in Wisconsin that we have here that is unique. I believe it's the you, largest population of lake sturgeon in the, in the world. world. It is. Yeah. In the world. And there's some monsters. Last year, there were 43 over 100 pounds speared up there. Yeah, so that's... that's, Wow, that's that's a a lot of fish. Pretty, pretty incredible, so... Yeah, yeah. but I I personally wouldn't... I I wouldn't want to get a tag and try to do it. It, it, No, it's just too boring. Well, it's kind of like looking up a chimney and waiting to see if a goose flies over. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good one. (laughs) You know... Oh holy, man, I'll tell you. Geez, hey. Well, maybe, well, maybe, you know, uh, if we got any listeners that have gone sturgeon spearing or uh, are going, maybe they'll give us a call at 414 799 1250. Maybe Jeff Minnow Killer will give me a call yeah. here. And right now, we need a contestant to play the Hornschwaggle, which is brought to you by Carl's Country Markets in Menominee Falls. It's on the corner of uh, Pilgrim and Silver Spring. You will win a $10 gift certificate if you correctly guess two out of three of these statements correctly. Anyway, Danny will give that to you when we come back after this break. So be a contestant. Get that $10 gift certificate. I know you got the knowledge to do it. We'll be right back with more of the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Welcome back uh, to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. And, you know, we got a little appropriate uh, bumper music there, being as we have our contestant, Rocky, on the line, hoping well, to win the Hornswoggle contest. Yeah. Good morning, Rocky. Yeah, was, was that my walk-up music? That's, that's your walk-up music. Rocky. Okay, we're yeah. trying to get you pumped here, dude. So you uh, can't... It worked. Okay, so here we go. Put on your thinking cap here. Um... So if I'm telling a lie, it's a hornswoggle. If I'm telling the truth, it's no hornswoggle. So you've done this before. Okay. Coyotes, a.k.a. otherwise known as coyotes, 
Mm-hmm. I call them coyotes. I think kids who watch cartoons call them coyotes, but mm-hmm. I call them coyotes. Out west, they call them yotes. Anyway, yotes, coyote, coyotes, whatever you want to call them, are the wiliest, wiliest members of the feline family. I'm going to say that's a hornswoggle. Hornswoggle. Yeah, they're part you. of the canine family. Yeah, they're not felines. Yeah, I'm glad you're good up on your animal ichthyology or what, what, what do they call the biological Latin classifications I, I, of animals? Ichthyology is the study of fish. Entomology. 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 I'm not as dumb as I look here. <laughs> I went to college, man. I'm a teacher. So here we go. You're one for one. Uh, the Alabama record largemouth bass of 15.4 pounds was caught by Mrs. Gladys Kravich in 1947. That is a horn swaggle. That's a horn right. You know who Gladys Kravitz was? The, the, name, the name is familiar. I know the name. I can't place her. Yeah, me she neither. She was the nosy neighbor on Bewitched. That's it. Oh, okay. Yeah. You remember? Yeah. She was all staring through the window, you know, yep. wondering what uh, Elizabeth Montgomery was doing. Staring she was, at Darren. It, it, she was pretty hot, Elizabeth Montgomery. Oh, That's yeah. That's why I watched oh, yeah. Bewitched, because she'd be walking around like these nightgowns, you know, you talk, know when they talking first, to Derwood. When they remember first, her, her you know, mother-in-law called him Derwood? His name was Darren. Derwood. You know, Rocky, when they first did that show, they didn't want... They, at first, it was almost banned because they didn't want her wearing that outfit. It was too revealing back yeah, then. That was pretty racy for yeah, that day. Th- back then, that was pretty racy. You know who else wasn't bad? Mary Tyler Moore wasn't bad back in the day when she was with Dick Van Dyke. Mm. Eh, she didn't do anything what for about, me. Uh, what about Mary Ann? Mary Ann now, was Mary, okay. Yeah, we've had that... Question before, who do you like, Ginger or Marianne? Yeah, I, Which, was, you know, we I always... think Marianne. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, definitely Marianne. Yeah, there there were some. Oh, let's not forget I Dream of Jeannie. Oh, yeah. Man, she, That's the one I was thinking was of, best. not Bewitched, but that was I one... Dream of Jeannie. Yeah. yeah. That's the one that was racy and that they didn't want to, because of her you. outfit, the Jeannie outfit. <laughs> Are you going to ask uh, Rocky a third question? As an question? eight-year-old boy, I knew what I liked early <laughs> in life. So anyway, yeah. let's move it right along. Let's see if you get three out of three, oh, three Rock. out of three. The 6.5 Creedmoor. 6.5 Creedmoor is an ideal deer round due to its flat trajectory and low recoil. I'm going to say that is a no-horn no Whoa! Very get a, get good. Get a ring over there, Nick. Come on. We, you, you, go, you hit a ring yeah. when they get it. Well, here, hey. I didn't know if it was right or wrong. That's yeah, right. It was right. I'll clap for that. know your Creedmoors? There you on, go, man. The 6.5, 6.5 Creedmoor is like the yeah, uh, darling of the gun yeah. world. It was developed for long-range shooting sports, yeah. uh, but hunters soon, soon found it, and, and it's, it's sounding like the ideal kid yeah. round, maybe even better than the venerable 243. Yeah. So... Well, congratulations, Rocky. What do they win, Tom? They get that ten dollars gift win? certificate from uh, Carl's Country Market. Good job, just yeah, just you in there. case, yeah. Yes. And they're on the corners of Pilgrim and Silver Spring in Menominee Falls. You know where that is, Rock? I do. Good. Well, you got it. You're going to get your gift certificate. You're going to go over there and spend more than ten dollars. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, Rocky. All right. Rocky. Thanks, Rocky. Appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, Thank bye you, now. Man. Yep. Um, Rocky did good. Yeah, he, he got knew all his three. Stuff. Yeah, I just read an article on that uh, 6.5 Creedmoor last month, and yeah, about that lower recoil and all that, and the flat trajectory, and really good round, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I think about a 140 grain at about 2,600 feet per second. Yeah. But uh, it's just, uh, it's got the, when they develop rounds, it's there's there's things called ballistic coefficients and sectional density, and it all has to do with, you know, it's it's kind of scientific as far as which rounds well, are going to be able to maintain yeah. their downrange downrange energy yeah. and flatter trajectory and so forth. Hey, so, I got a solution for that. What do you got? Just get closer. 
Get closer. <laughs> get closer to the animal. <laughs> Just get closer. Let me tell you what, my friend. The 44 Remington Magnum. There you go. With a 240 grain Winchester That'll white box jacketed soft point at 80 yards. That'll put, knock anything down. Put that one I hit this year. Ass over tea kettle. It was great. And that doesn't have the greatest sectional de- density yeah. or ballistic coefficient because it's a pistol round. Yeah. You know, uh, I was watching an episode of Larry Smith. This is a while back when he was he had some hunting segments going on this past fall, and he was elk hunting, and he got it. And it was really great because the cameraman got the elk in the clearing, you know. And I, it, it wasn't Larry. I don't think it was Larry hunting. It might have been. It might have been. But anyway, and I, not positive, but he might have been shooting that Creedmoor. Okay, I'm not positive, but this anyway. Year? Yeah, I, I'm a not. A six point five Creedmoor would I, be a little on the light side for elk. However, if you put it I, through the lungs, yeah. I'm. I don't remember is. exactly what he was using, but anyway, that, that he hit it perfectly. That elk dropped right where it was hit. It didn't run or anything. I mean, and that's a big animal, you know. And normally they're going to move a little bit. They're going to run a little bit, but it was a perfect shot, and he just fell down right there. It was. It was. It was a great video piece. It well, really was. It, was it, good. it is amazing, though, Tom, when you're talking about hunting. Most deer that you shoot do not drop in their tracks. Most of them don't. Yeah, you're right. Um, unless you hit the spine, you know, you shoot them in the neck. Sometimes if you get a head. Uh, or like, yeah, my son Nick shooting, the, putting the arrow right in his brain. Now, if you, <laughs> typically most guys try to prefer to go for like a, a lung heart area shot just behind the shoulder. So typically you drill them through there, even with whatever. the And, uh. They'll typically run 50 yards maybe and pile up, mm-hmm. and, and so they take off running. Uh, if you do hit them through the shoulder, however, back in the days when I used to use the Ot 6 with 180-grain Remington uh, core lock, those big round nose things, you hit one in the shoulder with that, typically you're hitting some bone, which mm-hmm. what happens is it transfers the shock to the right. animal skeletal system. To the whole body, And yep. you can knock them down. And one of the most impressive performances I saw from a bullet a couple of years ago I was on a drive and uh, a big doe jumped up and uh, big doe and it's about 30 yards away it's flying through this marsh and I and I and I yelled what I, I said uh, I said oh yeah as I, I yelled yelled big doe because it was running right yeah. by me heading towards my brother and I got up I swung pulled the trigger down it went. I said, dead doe. And uh, <laughs> I drilled it with a 243 right through both shoulders. And really? It, yeah. I was amazed because it was only, it was a little 95 grain Hornady Superformance bullet, which goes really fast, about 3,200 feet per second, I believe. And a lot of people complain that those smaller bullets at the high speed are going to blow up on bone and yeah. not penetrate. I was really impressed with the per- performance of that bullet because it drilled right through a big yeah. body deer and dropped it in its tracks at close range so that made me able i've been using those in the uh 243 ever since and have shot them out close to 300 yards with it no that's great that's fantastic Good round yeah yes it is um there was something else we were going to talk about it had to do with fishing but i can't remember Did it have anything <laughs> well if it's about the muskie expo i know yeah that, so well, that's that's going to be pretty great. I mean, you know what's nice about going to that show if if you're a musky nut or if you just want to learn more about musky, 
Uh, we're going to find out from Mike Vesseret about who's going to all be speaking there. You know, you'll get good information Mike at Keys the seminar. Mike is going to be one of the speakers. Yeah. Um, and they do have lots of door prizes, yeah. from what I understand. Yeah, they got that. And they do have where you can win that mount. Yeah. Um, so, but the thing is, is you get a lot of good information, and you generally get some good deals from the vendors there selling, you know, products. So yeah, it it's definitely a place. Oh, to it's get, a great time. Yeah, it is. It's a great yeah. time. You can spend a lot you of time. You can spend there. hours out there because all the pros and all the guides, you know, they're there at the booths, you know. So you can sit there and pick their brains, you know, go from one to another and to another. And typically, you can, uh, you know, you'll you'll see vendors that'll be representing some Canadian fishing yep. areas. Yep. Uh, you'll typically have some good retailers out there with tons of stuff. So yep. yeah. Yeah. It's, it's going to be an exciting show next Where's weekend. The trip? Huh? Yeah, it is. It we gave some is. free tickets away already, didn't we? Uh, yeah. We gave them away last week. So people are going, Oh, you know what? Um, when, we're all out of them. No. Yeah, we are all out of them. But later on the show, somebody's going to win a free subscription to Badger Sportsman hey! magazine. A free one-year subscription, so more stay, free stuff. Yeah, stay to this tuned, show. folks, and uh, we'll get to that sometime before the eight o'clock hour. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit hyundaiusa.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.